If you like the smell of fresh cut grass or love to get your hands dirty, then this is the tip for you. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help when cancer strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hi everybody and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help when cancer strikes. My name is Kim and I am so glad that you're here. I know I say that at the beginning of every podcast, but I swear to God, I am so like thrilled and honored and humbled that you are choosing to spend time with me because I know that there are plenty of other things that you could be doing for sure. And I also want to give you a shout out because if your friend has cancer and you don't know what to do, like the fact that you are taking the time to learn and to discover that, you're a really good friend. You really are. So take a moment to give yourself a good old pat in the back because you are, you're a good friend. A lot of people just kind of throw up their hands and say, I don't know what to do, so I'm not doing anything. All right. Today we are going to talk about two tips which are not my superhero, superhero caring, uh, helping powers. So I talk a little bit in a couple podcasts about your superhero helping powers. We all have them and we have them in different categories. And this tip is not in my superhero healing powers because I cannot keep anything alive. I've tried. Actually, that's not true. I am keeping this one plant alive that I love very much and I've been struggling with it and it's actually working and I'm so thrilled. Um, and I'm almost like, I, I, I speak about it in trepidation because I'm worried that my talking the fact talking about the fact that I'm keeping it alive means that it's going to die. So I just need to get over that religious insanity. That's so not true. Um, so today, if you haven't guessed, we're gonna talk about gardening and mowing your friend's lawn. So those are really simple and easy things for you to do, but let's talk about how you can go about doing them. Now, remember, your friend with cancer is probably feeling either inundated by people offering, you know, saying, if you need anything, let me know, um, which is, which as you know, is the least helpful thing you can say. And if you don't know that, please go back and listen to the very first podcast, season one, episode one. Okay. The second thing is when your friend is, when someone offers help, it's hard to accept help. I mean, you know, I know I can't see you, but raise your hand if you're like really good at asking for help. Yeah, I'm betting not a lot of hands went up out there because asking for help requires that you admit that you can't do something. It doesn't matter the reason. And it also requires that you admit that you're vulnerable and need help. And this is America, gosh darn it, and we are not vulnerable. And I say that, it doesn't matter what your political stance is, that is something that is at the base of this country, that is the foundation of this country. We pride ourselves in being strong and being able to pull up our bootstraps, be able to get shit done. So I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm probably gonna have to remove that because that's explicit. All right, to get stuff done. So what you, so, you know, asking for help is really hard even when you need it. So here are the two tips I have for you um, for helping with how how to get them to actually accept and let you mow the lawn. The first thing is be direct and be specific. So you can literally say, and it's often easier for a person with cancer to accept it when you do it this way is, 
I'm going to be mowing my lawn on Saturday. Let me take care of yours too, right? So you don't make it like it's an extra burden, like I'm going to come over and mow your lawn. I'll have to do it after work because I, you know, I'm going to mow my lawn on Saturday so I can do it on Sunday or I can't do it at all. I can do it on Tuesdays at three, you know, don't make it seem like, like you're really going out of your way to help them because when you do that, they are going to probably resist, right? I don't remember, nobody Nobody likes to ask for help specifically because we don't want to put other people out. If you make it seem like you're being put out to do the thing you're going to do, your friend with cancer is not going to accept the help. So I'm happy to, I'm going to be mowing my lawn on blank a day. I'd love to hit your lawn up too. Keep it straight, keep it simple, keep it connected to what you're already doing. Now the next thing is, is offer more than once. And this is really kind of the big, it goes under the big umbrella of what to do, right? So it's what not to say. And then the second piece of that is be specific in the kind of help that you're going to offer and offer more than once. So those are kind of like the big, like the big pillars. Here's not what to say and be specific and then offer more than once. Because I don't know about you, but if someone keeps offering me to do something that I really need to get done, I'm probably going to give in. And actually that's exactly Exactly what did happen. Somebody kept offering to take the kids to school every day. And I was like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And they offered again and again and again. And then what clinched it for me is he said, I want to set up carpool for the kids to be picked up. So I realized it wasn't going to be just him doing it all the time. And that made me feel so much better. Cause I just felt like it was too much for him to do because he already had kids and he has a full-time job. He was a lawyer and he was, was he a judge? I don't know. He was a lawyer at that point. So, you know, that type of thing, if you, if you tie it in with what you're already doing and you're very specific and you offer more than once, that helps. Okay. So let's talk now about gardening. Now, this is kind of a bigger tip because if they have a garden and you offer to weed the garden, take care of the garden, that's a great tip. And again, be specific and tie it into something that you're already going to be doing. So, hey, I'm going to be doing my gardening on Saturday. Let me pop by and take care of yours. I'm going to be weeding my garden on Saturday. Let me pop by and weed yours, right? The, if you tie it into that or I'm going to be in your neighborhood, would love to stop by and take care of your garden, period. Like if you make it specific and you tell her exactly and you can, like I said, you connect it to what you're already doing the chances are much higher that your friend is going to accept the help. Now, the other thing you can do is you can literally say, is there anything in your garden that you want? Do you want something planted? Do you want a tree? Do you want a stump? Like, not stump. <laughs> you want to plant a stump? Oh my God, that's great. Um, not a stump. Do you, you tell how much I garden, right? Um, so do you want to have flowers put in, you know, do you want some annuals planted? You can go ahead and offer that, but I would even switch that sentence around a little bit more and just say, I found these great flowers and I'd love to plant them for you in the front so you can look out and see something beautiful. Does that work for you? Right? So again, the trick in these is to be as specific as possible. Um, and, and, you know, I think sometimes it's also hard for the person with cancer to be in the house and to watch it happen because there's a lot of guilt associated with why can't I get out there and do it? I really want to do it. I feel really guilty because she's doing this for me. 
So, you know, you guys, I'm going to tell you, helping someone with cancer is not as easy as you often think because you've got to think about it from the person's, from the cancer patient's point of view. So they may be in the house thinking, oh, you know, this isn't good. I don't like this. But man, if you can do it while they're off having treatment, if they're off at the treatment center for like six hours on a day, on a Saturday or a Tuesday, and you can take care of their garden then, what a great gift. They can come home and see this fresh turned dirt and just know that something good is going to come up. Or if you're planting, you know, annuals, that you have them all out there. So um, those are the two great ways that you can help your friend with their garden or mow their lawn. Um, that's it. So when you do go to help, make sure that you make it very clear. You don't have to sit out here and do this. It's my gift to you. I want to pay you back for your kindness to me. Um, because once your friend with cancer understands that this is about reciprocation, that you are doing this for them because of something, because of how kind they were to you, because you love them, it will make it a little bit easier for them to accept the help. All right, so that is it. Those are the two ways that you can help with the garden or the outside um, of the home that are very helpful to your friend with cancer. Thank you so much for joining me and don't forget to subscribe, 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 <laughs> sorry, subscribe and please leave a review. Your review of this podcast will help other people who have friends with cancer find this podcast. So please make sure you review it. Uh, you know, you'll be paying it forward to somebody else. All right. Thank you so much. And I will see you all next Thursday. Bye.